Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air, everywhere. Hanging out at the podcast dojo, the latest piping hot edition on a Christmas Eve, the fifth hour with Ben Maller and Danny G Radio. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Did I do that right, Danny, today? <laughs> oh, man. I, it felt like Santa was in my living room right here. Yeah, I, I want to point out before we get going on the podcast, Danny, that it is the most frustrating thing to me. Now, you know that I'm a man of my word. When I say I suck garlic to get over illness, I'm not lying, right? So this week, I was a little under the weather. So I went to the, had somebody go to the store, pick, pick up some garlic. And and during the show, I'm in studio here, and I have this plate, right? And it's it's got little pieces of garlic, which, yeah. is, my, which is my medicine. And I'll let you in on a little inside radio thing. So the other night I was doing a a read for TireRack.com and my voice started wavering a little bit. Oh, boy. So I went DEFCON 1. I immediately I went to the garlic and I started sucking that garlic like a Jolly Roger. And within five minutes, I got my voice back where I was able to function on the show again. So 
<laughs> but the, the thing that's upsetting to me, Danny, is I I tell people, I run into people, hey, I don't know the weather, I'm sick, whatever. I was like, oh, I got the perfect thing for you. And I explain to them the garlic, the raw garlic, and they, they look at me like I'm speaking a Klingon or something like that. Like, what's wrong with you, you loser? I am such a radio loser. It's just crazy. So anyway, I just want to complain about that. We have Nerdtastic, Jump Around, Dr. Seuss, Market Research, Pop Goes the Culture, Back Scratcher. This is like a jam-packed edition. It's amazing content here. Dude, we're like a real podcast. How much are we charging for this? I heard that somewhere. How much are we charging for this? Do we do we know? No? All right. Our brand new Patreon show right here. Yeah, that's right. That's the next step, the Patreon. How many to unlock Pandora's box? Please insert your credit card for five dollars and ninety-nine cents. How many of these podcasts can we do where we gave out one of those things and said you gotta donate money before we somebody found out we were doing it? Like how uh, many uh... <laughs> Somebody would rat us out immediately. Uh, yeah, Blind Scott, he would he would rat us out, that weasel. All right, our, our, our lead here on the fifth hour, it's a life of Maller, life of Danny G. So the post-game show of the holiday party heard round the radio world titled the Maller Palooza Ugly Sweater Party 2022. It was a rollicking good time. It was so great to have everyone. I know we had a Halloween party a while ago, which was not that long ago, but the uh, the Ugly Sweater Party a huge success. It was great at an absolute blast. I don't know if anyone else had a good time, but talking old radio stories, a bunch of people that I'd worked with years ago when I was like a kid, I was like 19 years old. These are some of my people. I guess that's how far back it goes. I'm not an old fart. And, uh, and you know, some of these guys are older dudes now. And I just love talking shop. It was for me, it was like chicken soup for the soul, as that Looney Tunes guy would say. But uh, it was really awesome. It was slightly disorderly, rowdy, wicked, all of that. And I spent a lot of my time. I held court in the in the back there of the Maller Mansion behind the the the, uh, the main house. There, I was in the fire pit area, and uh, we were all telling telling old shaggy dog stories about radio, which I love. I love hearing these. I mean, I'm a loser. I love these stories and the crazy stuff that's happened on the air, off the air. And there's some wild stuff. Most of it happened prior to like 15 years ago, but it's, it's nuts. And I actually almost overdosed because it was a, from a radio perspective, it was nerdtastic. And one story I would like to share with the class. I almost spit my beer out on this, Danny. And I wonder, I wonder if you've heard this, it involves, you know, is it true that Larry King, the late Larry King, iconic radio man, Larry King, got taken to the cleaners by a phony phone call that caused his entire network to go into pandemonium on his overnight show. Have you heard this story before? I've never heard about this. This is a great. I never heard this one either. And when I heard this, I was dying. I was like, "Tell me again! Tell me again!" I was like a little kid, you know, a little baby. Like, tell me again. So. <laughs> This actually involves another big name in radio, although he's pretty much retired at this point, Tom Likas, who had a very successful career as a talk show host, as a shock jock on FM radio and AM radio back in the day. And so the legend is, as was told to me by somebody in the know, and I will not, I will, I will cover up for the guilty. Um, so he told, told me the story. He said Likas uh, pulled the greatest phony phone call of all time. Not it was not a Baba Booey call or anything like that. This is a humdinger. Baba Booey. Humdinger of a story that I would like to share with the class. So 
So let's take in the hot tub time machine. It's the early 1980s. So it's a whole different world. And Larry King is the he is the the king of of overnight radio. The, 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 you know, I do overnights. He was the king of overnight radio. And Tom Likas, who was a budding radio man and had his own career, was not big name in radio at that time. Likas calls Larry King up. Now, Larry had his show on the mutual broadcasting systems. Right. So that was the network. And Likas had recorded the network tone that mutual broadcast systems used. And Likas calls into Larry King. Hi, Larry. Uh, and they have a brief back and forth. And Larry was kind of slow on the uptake even back then. And Tom Likas play, played the mutual broadcasting systems tone on his call. So what happened next? I'll let you in on a little inside radio how this used to work. It doesn't work this way anymore, so I can say it. So that tone sent uh, hundreds of automated radio stations into an immediate commercial break in the middle, <laughs> in, the middle in the middle of Larry King's show. All of a sudden, they go to commercial break. Larry was he was dumbstruck. He didn't know what to do. He didn't know what had happened. It took him a couple minutes to realize what had happened. And uh, it was uh, just the uh, the idea that oh god, it's so good. It is so. How did Likas come up with that? That's I don't, awesome. I don't know, but I'm told there is a clip that is on YouTube. I tried to find it, and I could not find it. Now the person that told me the story swears that there is a clip, and as of a couple years ago, it was on YouTube. So I typed in Likas and Larry King and. I did not find anything that matched up to that. But if anyone, and I'm talking to you as a listener, if you can find this, I, boy, you'd be my hero for the day if you could send that to me. I want to watch this. And so I just, and I, I, I saw you light up, Danny, when you heard that story. Right? This is anybody that's been doing what we do for a living, yeah. you, hear, you hear that story, and it is just the greatest thing you've ever heard. Uh, and, and just the the amount of chaos that in that little cartoon bubble in my head, I imagine Larry King and his producer and his engineer went through as they tried to try to figure out how to get the affiliates back. Oh, it's, it's just so great. It's so good because when we were kids, there were a lot of radio wars. Yeah. Like you yeah. had a lot of mob pops. You had a lot of medium sized broadcasting groups. It wasn't these huge conglomerates like there are nowadays. In any given city, you had all these little radio wars going on. And I had a general manager in particular who loved that kind of stuff. And so he was always fucking with the competition. And I have stories for days that came out of that market when I was a kid. Some of the stories, unbelievable. The great lengths that our staff went to just to screw the other stations. So when I hear a story like that, man, there's so much appreciation. Yeah, it is. I mean, we're just a couple old radio guys, and so that I mean, oh, so I don't know that anybody like newer in the business would appreciate it. It was a different time, but I was involved in that when I first got in back in the '90s. We had, we still had those things going on and all that. So it was uh, wild and crazy. And it's uh, enough. When I heard that story, I wanted to jump around, Danny. I really, well, I did. I wanted to, I was so happy. I was like, tell me again, tell me again. It was crazy. Can I, do we have time for me to tell you one story that we did against the competition? Yeah, absolutely. I would, I love, I love old radio stories. Yeah. 
So there were two big country stations in the market that I was in as a kid. And I was coming from hip hop music. I didn't know much about country music at the time. But in the Central Valley of California, there's two music uh, genres that were really loved, hip hop and country. But the big stations were country. And at the time, it was the big Garth Brooks explosion and all of that. So you had a 50,000 watt station, which I was working on. And it was like the more top 40 aggressive version of the format. And then you had the older standard uh, hit country station that had been in the market for a long time. And they were called K-Mix. K-Mix staff from there, including me, left to go to the more progressive station. So now I'm on this new, more poppin' station. Me and the staff are having fun. And that's where that general manager was that I mentioned a little bit ago. Anytime we could stick it to K-Mix, this guy loved it. I mean, this guy salivated over screwing the competition. So I'm in there on an overnight, Ben, with a buddy of mine who also did overnights at the station. And the two of us together came up with a, a quick idea. There was a, a country artist coming to the fairgrounds there, and his name was Ricky Van Shelton. We devised a plan where I was going to be the record company rep, and he was Ricky Van Shelton. We called the overnight <laughs> DJ. <laughs> we called the overnight DJ at K-Mix, and I researched. I found out the record label's name. And I made up like a business name. We called and I told the guy, hi, I'm so-and-so from Capitol Records or whatever it was. And I'm like, you know, we were supposed to have called earlier today so you could get liners from Mr. Ricky Van Shelton. But his schedule didn't cooperate. So if it's okay with you, I know it's late, but he'd like to read these liners for you. And this weekend, DJ K-Mix Band was so excited. He's like, oh my God, yeah, yeah, I'll record the liners. You know, he's like, hang on, hang on. Let me get everything ready. And he's like, okay, go ahead. And I'm like, hang on. So I hold, hand the phone to my buddy and he's like, hey, this is Ricky Van Shelton. <laughs> now, Ben, in these K-Mix liners, <laughs> we're cat country, they're K-Mix. So in the liners, yeah. he's like, this is Ricky Van Shelton. You're listening to K-Mix country. The cat's meow. <laughs> <laughs> so in every liner he did, he put some kind of cat reference in there sure. because that was our station. This DJ was so dumb and so naive that he took these liners. I got back on the phone to make it all professional and thanked them on one of the monitors in our building. We tuned into their station and we we're just waiting, praying that he's going to play one of these liners. Sure enough, Ben, we hear, Hey, this is Ricky Van Shelton. <laughs> You're listening to <laughs> That's Meow. And he goes into and he plays that into a Ricky Van Shelton song. Oh. And I swear to God, Ben, we were dying, laughing, rolling <laughs> on the floor of our radio station. And uh, when, when our general manager found out what we did, yeah. he called us both into his office. And he gave both of us $2 raises. Oh, that's, there you go. Got a little raise out of it. And, you know, hey, that doesn't sound like a lot. But when you're a weekend DJ at a radio station, that, that was a big deal back then as a kid. And as we know, working in radio to get a raise out of anyone in radio is an act of God. It's yeah. an act of God to get a raise. For the rest of our time at that station, uh, staff would walk around and say, hey, y'all, I'm Ricky Van Shelton. 
<laughs> That's outstanding. What a dumb dumb. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's so good. Uh, Can you imagine how much trouble he got in? Oh yeah. Well, it's just you know you could probably still get away with something like that today because nobody really knows what anyone sounds like outside of like the top two percent of people. Everyone you don't really know for sure. And you assume that no one's going to punk you like that. So it's, uh, it's, it's great. Oh, man. It's, uh, I could go on with those stories. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. You had quite the weekend last weekend, my man Danny G. Your first time you brought, you popped your cherry at a Las Vegas Raiders game. And oh, what a game it was. Yeah, last season I brought the Tinderoni to her very first football game. But it was preseason. It was Rams Raiders. So we got to check out SoFi. The game obviously didn't count. Um, overall, this was her very first NFL game that counted. Now, I've seen so many Raider games because I was a season ticket holder in Oakland. But this was my first time seeing a Raiders game at their new home, the big Roomba. <laughs> um, beautiful, man. I mean, we took a tour last year of the stadium the last time we visited Vegas. So we knew that it was a beautiful place, but we didn't get to see a football game in there yet. So we get there, Ben. Um, I'll talk about the food a little later in this podcast. That was a whole experience. Um, the wifey was not feeling that good because she was battling morning sickness. Uh-oh, it's already started yeah. quickly. Yeah, that was something that we had to battle. But yeah. we finally get to our seats. And no matter where you sit in that stadium, even if you're up high, it's not too steep and you have a perfect view of the field. So you could see all the wide open receivers that Derek Carr is missing. It's wonder <laughs> yeah, wonderful view, <laughs> wonderful view in there. And 
I guess what sums it up the best is there was this dude down the row from us. And in the third and the fourth quarter, we could see him. He was drinking out of a water bottle, but it was not water in the bottle. It was clear. It must have been vodka, we were guessing. <laughs> yeah. Because this dude was trashed. Completely snockered. He did and, oh, you know, he did the, the pregame thing, and he showed up, and he snuck something. Okay, I got you. I got you. For sure. You know, there wasn't a lot of uh, Raiders scoring in the second half. Of course, the whole theme of the season for the Raiders has been jump out to a big double-digit lead and then fall asleep after that and play keep away. And that looked like that was going to happen in that game, right? It really uh, – yeah. Yeah, it really did. This guy is nodding off, Ben, in the third and the fourth quarter. Like, he literally has his mouth open, catching flies, and his eyes are closed, and we both took pictures of him. And we're like, now this is hilarious. This guy right here. Guy, I spent a couple hundred bucks to take a nap. Even up high, Ben, those tickets were selling for 300 bucks. And we're talking mathematically alive, but only a 5% chance to make it to the playoffs. Can you imagine how much those secondary market tickets would be if they were in the playoffs? Well, yeah, but that's a lot of Boston people, right? People go to Vegas, you want to see your team, you gamble in Vegas. So that's. Oh, uh, there were some Patriots fans in the row in front of us, and they were talking shit, and they started to get uh, vocal after the Patriots took the lead. I turned and looked at my wife, Aroni, and I said, you know what? The Raiders just need to shut them up. Uh, we got a text from somebody who was watching at home, and they were like, oh, the announcers mentioned that the, the Patriots fans are starting to get vocal there. And I looked at her and I said, well, we need to shut them the hell up right now. And sure enough, Derek Carr got his shit together finally in that last drive and led the team down the field, had that crucial fourth down conversion, then the throw into the end zone. It was a tie game. Suddenly that dude that was uh, knocked out on alcohol, he woke up and he's jumping up and down. And we're like, yeah, we even got this guy with us now. Uh, <laughs> it was I, like, I, I don't know what you were thinking. I was thinking they're not cars going to screw this up on that drive. They're not going to score a touchdown. The way it's gone so far this season, I did have uh, a nervous fart in me that was waiting to come out. There was a Raider fan to my left. He was making prayer hands. He literally was praying. Please don't let this happen again. Please don't let us go out like suckers again. Uh, and I was like, oh, maybe God is on our side today. You know, the Patriots have the ball there. They are moving a little bit down the field, but there wasn't enough time on the clock for them to, you know, get into field goal range. Yeah. So when there was three seconds left, I'm thinking they're going to throw a Hail Mary here or Neil. Those are the only two options, right? Because it's a tie game. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you think, well, you could throw, yeah, you throw a Hail Mary, hope you get a penalty on the defense, and then you get a free play, and then you can kick a field goal and win the game. But what they did, <laughs> jeez, that's like, you know, everyone, I, I love Belichick, and I praise Belichick a lot, but they, they got to be the dumbest team in, in the NFL uh, with that play which originally would have been fine. They just run the ball. They got a bunch of yards. Fine. Didn't work out. You you know, try your luck in overtime. But Jacoby Myers had other ideas, Danny. He had other ideas there in week 15. It's a cliche. You hear people say the roller coaster of emotions. It was such a roller coaster ride. It was so true in this case because when Stevenson broke those couple first initial tackles and he got down the sideline, in my head, I'm thinking, 
oh shit, oh shit, because I've seen the Raiders blow a lot of leads this year and lose in dramatic fashion, like to your Rams. So I'm thinking he is going to break away and run into the end zone for a game-winning six points. And then suddenly, though, defender finally had a good angle on him, and that's when he pitched the ball backwards. So I was like, thank God. Now, though, I see that interception, and it was like something out of a movie. I could not believe what I was seeing. Yeah, you're like, holy Uh, crap on a cracker. I can't believe that. What's going on here? Oh, my goodness, Ben. Um, Perfect view of what happened because it was in our end zone that he scored, Chandler Jones. I didn't see the stiff arm at first because it happened so fast. All I saw was Mac Jones getting trucked and the bunny hop. And in real time, in person, it just looked like Mac Jones got destroyed. He looked like that on TV, too. He got destroyed. (laughs) When Chandler Jones was on his way to the end zone, I don't think I've jumped this high since high school. We were jumping up and down like as if we were at a House of Pain concert (laughs) and they were performing their hit song, Jump Around. In unison, thousands and thousands of Raider fans jumping up and down like the world's largest mosh pit. It was insanity. I've been to some dope games before. I was at the Raiders AFC championship win the last time they went to the Super Bowl. That was a loud, raucous game in Oakland. But the celebration did not compare to this. They kept replaying Chandler Jones' spectacular play. And every time they would replay it, the fans would jump up and down again as if it happened live again. Everyone's having an orgasm. It's like an orgy, oh, a Raider a, orgy. <laughs> yes, it was a 10 it was a ten minute touchdown celebration. Tastes like a touchdown in your mouth. <laughs> have yeah. never seen a finish like that in my life. And to have been there, I just I'm really, really grateful that I was there to see it with my girl to see the smile on her face and to know that that's going to be her first experience at an NFL game that counted, it it was pretty magical, man. The whole city was floating. The whole city was on cloud nine afterwards. We were going from casino to casino because we had to walk back to our hotel and the entire city, Ben, was full of smiles and laughter and cheer. And I told her, I said, you realize, right, we were just a couple of minutes away from this being the exact opposite of this. Well, you would have had mobs of Bostonians, uh, mass holes that would have been losers and all. There would have been fights. There would have been Raider fans turning to the bottle to, you know, soak their blues away. It, It would have been a bad, bad scene there had the Raiders blown that. But instead, it was like a huge Vegas party. It felt like New Year's Eve. Well, first of all, I'm happy for you. I, I, I lost. I had the Patriots, so I, I was on the wrong side of that. But I'm happy for you. you, and you got to experience it. And no game will ever come close to that again. So I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, and uh, someday when the little uh, mumpkin, the little seed pops out of the uh, the oven, there, you can say your first NFL game. You don't remember because you were just a a bunch of uh, God only knows what that is at this point. But uh, cells or whatever is the size of a peanut right now. Yeah, a peanut. But uh, that's. That's pretty cool. So I'm I'm happy for you. And we will have the food review. Yep. Yeah, you gave me a homework assignment. And you apparently apparently have crossed over on that homework assignment. So I I wanted to mention this now. And this actually, we're both kind of tied into this one. 
Uh, and I got to give Dr. Seuss credit. And he was right. When I was a little boy, Danny, and I, I my mom used to read me Dr. Seuss books when I was a kid. And he mentioned there's a great line. There's one line in particular that I still remember more than any other Dr. Seuss line. And it was, oh, the places you'll go and the people you'll see. And as I've gotten older, I've taken that to heart. And some of the people that I've you know crossed in my life that have passed on or some of the people that have gone on and done some crazy things and uh, it's so true. Uh, and it happened again this past week. I, I, at some point, I feel like Forrest Gump. You know, like Forrest Gump was at every, like, big uh, big thing there, but just kind of in the background, you know. Uh, like Gary Jones. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah, exactly, exactly. Sure. Racist. So when, when I started out in radio, in L.A. radio, I've told the story before, but the, my contemporaries, the people that were around, around my age, give or take, that were doing radio, we had K-Rock had Jimmy Kimmel who was doing the morning sports on Kevin and Bean. And they had Adam Carolla was part of that show, but they were just like sidekicks on the morning show. Uh, the afternoon DJ at Star FM, that's what it was called, 98.7, was Ryan Seacrest. Those guys have all done okay for themselves. Uh, I think they're they're okay. Uh, and when I was a reporter, before I got into that, and before I was a talk show host, I was a reporter, and I used to cover games all the time. And Fox Sports Net, the regional cable channel, Prime Ticket, they had a reporter named Lauren Sanchez, who I knew a little bit and uh, was around her quite a bit when she was covering the games. And she uh, she's now stooping the Amazon guy, Jeff Bezos, who at one point the richest man in the yeah. world. And she used to be uh, married to a certain tight end in the NFL. That's right. That's right. Um, Tony Gonzalez. So. And I, she was with some other. I think she's uh, she's in, you know she's enjoyed her life as a young lady. She's uh, she spread her wings uh, or whatever. Uh, anyway, so um, so th- this this week uh, we we both learned, Danny, not just me, but you as well. Our former Fox Sports Radio colleague Jay Moore engaged to marry Jeannie Buss. Yeah, the of uh, the Lakers, the owner of the Lakers. They met when Jay was still doing his show on our network. I know. What in the world? What in the world? How wild is that? And so uh, Dr. Seuss was right. All the places you go, the people you'll see. And I said this to Coop and Roberto on the overnight show this week, and I'll say it to you right now. Do you wish you had been a little nicer to Jay Moore? You could be like the assistant coach for the Lakers right now, Danny. Like Like Jay's a made man now. Our guy Jay's like he's, he's sleeping with the owner, man. He can get you in there. <laughs> man. Well, I was nice to him. Um, I'm celebrating my ninth anniversary at the network. And my first shift where I trained, Annie had me train on the Moore show for a week. There you go. No, yeah. I, I have nothing bad to say about Jay. I didn't really run into him very much. I filled in for him. He actually called in sick at the last minute. I got to do a show with Ron Artest, a.k.a. Meta World Peace, and I think Kirk Morrison, there were a couple guys, but I remember okay. Meta World Peace, and he gave me like his phone number. So I have I have Ron Artest's phone number. Not that I really called him or whatever. I don't really need it, but but uh, but Jay was good, and I'm happy for him. Now, Danny, you watch what uh, Jay and his crew does. You can learn a lot. <laughs> That's the Z Dog, Z Doggy. Z doggy for sure. All right. So I just wanted to mention that in, in, in passing, but uh, just another name to add to the list here. Some crazy and wild things. And the market research is in. The market research is in. Uh, Danny G. Let's go to the market research. What do you say? 
Yeah, last weekend you gave me a homework assignment for the new Vegas Allegiant Stadium. Um, and you wanted to know the average price of alcoholic beverages there, what kind of food options were there. Let me grade it against SoFi, which probably isn't fair to SoFi because they need to get their shit together there when it comes to food. SoFi is beautiful, especially on the outside and the whole Jurassic Park feel. Uh I was blown away when I visited SoFi. The thing that didn't impress me was the sorry excuse for a slice of pizza I ate there. The sorry excuse for nachos that I ordered at SoFi. It, it was like $22 and it was garbage. Horrible, horrible food selections there. I don't know if it's improved since then uh, yeah. because that was at the start of uh, two seasons ago. But, you know, I didn't know what to expect walking into Vegas's stadium. Now, my girl, as I mentioned, she was battling what felt like morning sickness, even though we're now in the middle of the day. We got off our flight. She's not feeling well. But what she has found out is she has some toast, some water, and her stomach will calm down. So we're both hungry because we got right off the flight, went, checked in, put our bags in our room, got another Uber, got right to the stadium as quick as we could. Huge line of cars getting in there. We got into the stadium right in time. And in fact, when we were trying to walk to our seats, Derek Carr is up on the screen leading the Raiders in their first drive to a field goal. But she wasn't feeling well, and I was like, look, we don't need to walk super fast. Uh, Your prego, that's the priority. Let's pace ourselves. And while we're doing that, I'm going to do market research anyways. Ben wants some pictures. That's right. That's right. You sent a bunch of pictures here, Danny. You went above and beyond the Call of Duty. Yeah. Now, the food options in there were amazing. This worked out really good during that field goal drive because the first thing we found was Abuela's which was a taco cart inside the stadium with these two Mexican ladies chopping up chicken and carne asada. They were making street tacos right there inside the stadium. That was pretty good. I'd eat that. Yeah, my wife was like, okay, we got to get a couple of these tacos. So that's how we started. We're watching the big monitors. We find somewhere to stand. We could hear the crowd. We could kind of see through one of the sections, through the aisle to where the field is at. The crowd roars. Then we see what happens on the monitor, and we're stuffing a chicken taco in our mouth. <laughs> You're living your best life. And how how much were the chicken tacos going for? What, 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 Let's see. Like? So the chicken, for two chicken tacos, it was $14. All right. So that's like, what's that uh, that Mexican restaurant in the valley here, right near work, uh, where all these celebrities go? Oh, uh, oh, Casa Vega. Casa Vega. Yeah, that's about the same as Casa Vega. Pretty much. Not yeah. bad for a stadium. Yeah. And it, and it was really good. Really, really good. She ate one of the chicken tacos. She's like, all right, I'm feeling better already. We get her a Coke because, you know, there's magical medicine inside Coca-Cola. Sure. That settles your tummy. Uh, we continue to walk, and now I'm taking pictures. I see brisket, burritos. Oh, yeah. Let's stop there, Danny, because that's a good looking. You know, I'm not a big burrito guy, but that brisket burrito. And maybe it's because I've been fasting, but that smoked brisket burrito. That is a winner. That we, is, put it on the board. We saw a Raider fan with that on his plate, uh, one of those carrier trays, and we wanted it. We had just eaten the tacos, though. So we're like, let's keep walking. 
The smoked brisket burrito, before we move on, uh, smoked brisket, chipotle, aioli, uh, cilantro, coleslaw. I don't need that. Uh, red rice, Mexican cheeses, housey spicy barbecue sauce, and a side of chips. So, solid. Yeah, really good looking. Uh, it smelled terrific, but we kept walking. We're like, let's see what's further down. And we had a little bit of a walk to go to our section. Uh, so then we came to a grill. And they were grilling up. They were also grilling up chicken, but they also had rice. It almost looked like kind of a, like a little Mongolian setup. Okay. And the smell, it was like, you know, Bugs Bunny being lifted off his feet. And my <laughs> girl was like, I want that. <laughs> and I was like, all right. So I got in line and I got us two chicken and rice bowls. The flavor, I don't know what they marinated that chicken in, but holy shit, those bowls were good. Now we're walking, stuffing our faces as we walk with these bowls. And I took a couple more pictures. There was a guy at a carving station. Oh, yeah. I see the guy. The guy's mad dogging you. He's got the uh, the knife there. He's holding he the knife. He posed for the picture. He's yeah, like, want me to pose? So and I'll, I'll, like, I'll kick your ass is what he's saying. He's got that look like, I'll kick your ass. He's holding, he's holding his big carving knife, and he's doing the prison pose with his arms folded. Uh, great picture. I'll have to post it on Twitter after this podcast goes up, but he, yeah, he was carving Turkey ham and he was making sandwiches. Awesome. Awesome options there. We were really surprised. Then we came to a chicken tender stand. You would have been all about that. Yeah. Uh, They looked really good. Uh, Then we came to one last spot where we bought something after we passed a pizza place. They had vegan pizza, which Alex Tyshirt would have loved. Uh, they also had, you know, all the different kind of Sicilian uh, to Chicago style pizza there. And then our last stop, we got some pretzel bites. Oh, those look pretty good. I was just looking at those in this picture you sent. Really good. Uh, spicy, yeah. a, a spicy mustard dip and then a great hot cheese dip. Uh, and it was like that fancy cheese. Uh, hot nuts. We were excited, man. We got to our seats. And we were happy until dinner, man. Very satisfied. Uh, I think the most expensive thing was those chicken bowls. I did leave like a $2 tip, but I noticed on my credit card for two of those chicken bowls, it was $39. Whoa. That's so that was so $37, I guess, before the tip. Yeah, I'm looking at the. The cocktails here, deluxe cocktail, doubles $28. Premium cocktail, double $25. You can get domestic canned beer at a Raider game, 14 bucks. Premium canned beer, $16. Uh, the, the bottled water for $6, that's, uh, that's uh, robbery is what that is. Yeah. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. All right. So we've got now Backscratcher. Uh, let's do that real quick, and then we'll have Pop Goes to the Culture. So Backscratcher, did we get any reviews, Danny? This week, every week, we put the call out to the Maller Militia. We say we need your help here. Management loves checking out the Apple Podcast page for reviews. And they're all smiles when we get some and it makes them happy and all that. And uh, so we blatantly beg you to put a review out there. And so this week, Danny, how many reviews did we get? Zero, one, or two? We got, I'm going to guess that we got one. Well, Danny, you'll be happy to know we got two. Two reviews this week. A two hitter. Hell yeah. First one, the headline, Western Wisconsin, five stars. I finally figured out how to send a review, I think, as long as it goes through. I love your podcast. They are honest and fun. The drops are great as well. I look forward to them each weekend and hearing you eight days a week. Congratulations to Danny G and his Tenderoni wife. That's from Angelina in Western Wisconsin. And she's told me, Danny, that when we do the Maller meet and greet in Minnesota, in 2023, hopefully in April of 2023, if everything goes right, she will be there. She just lives across the Wisconsin-Minnesota divide, and she'll cross over. So thank nice. You. Future thank babysitter you. for me. Thank, that's right. Uh, thank you, Angelina. Uh, I got your special sauce wrote in, five stars. <laughs> <laughs> that's quite the name. Uh, Bigfoot Larry D. Uh, says, I've listened to the, the Maller show since it was on weekend, late nights, uh, sports talk. Uh, very kind here. He says, the best of his craft, keeps people listening and laughing. I hear a lot of other uh, radio talk people steal his talking points. And Danny G is an awesome uh, guy on the on the show as well. He and Ben elevate each other's talents. Keep up the great job, guys. That is from Larry D. Thank you, Larry D. God bless you. Happy holidays. Thank you for listening on this holiday weekend. And also Angelina and everyone else, if you want to review it, very simple podcast page. You put it on there, Danny. Yeah, and, and I'm not that bright. I can figure it out. You can figure it out, and it really does help us out. And that's a great gift you can give us. Doesn't cost you any money, right? Doesn't cost you any money. Christmas no, it literally would take two minutes of your time. All right. We have time for a few. Pop goes the culture, and that means our guy Ohio Al. 
right. Thank you, Ohio Al. So this comes out of Stanford. This is These are pop culture stories that caught my attention that we didn't talk about on the radio. So from Stanford, where they spent the past 18 months, Danny, putting together a list of bad words, the bad word initiative. Oh, shit. Yes, they are uh, the elimination of harmful language initiative, a multi-phase, multi-year project to address harmful language at Stanford. What a bunch of assholes. I know, right? Oh, my God. Really? This is what we're doing now, you schmucks? You, you, I can't say what I would like to say. You, uh, anyway. no, you can. It's a podcast. Do All it. Right. Uh, you fucking pieces of shit. You <laughs> There you go. All right. No. Uh, anyway, so I have the uh, oh, that one. I'm going to have to bleep. Oh, you're going to bleep that one. All right. Anyway, uh, well, that's the ultimate bad word right there. So <laughs> I, I have somebody sent me this, Danny. This is from the Stanford, uh, one of their websites here. It lists all of the words that they have decided they need to cancel the phrases among them. Danny, you are no longer supposed to say addicted. You're supposed to say hooked or devoted. Mm, stupid. You can't say basket case. You have to say nervous. No more blind study at Stanford. It's a mad. Like this is like the injured list. I know. It's so ridiculous. So dumb. Instead of blind study, they want you to say mass study. You can no longer use the word crazy. You have to use the word surprising or wild. Hang on, let me sit Indian style while I listen to this. Dumb <laughs> Crazy and insane have both been canceled. Lame is no longer allowed. You have to say boring or uncool. Lame. Uh, you can no longer say mentally ill. You have to say a person living with a mental health condition. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, retard is out. Uh, that's gone. A uh, person with a cognitive. What if, what if the party is jumping, though? Can you say, oh, my God, it's retarded in here? I, I don't think so. Uh, not according to Stanford. You can't say it. You can no longer use the phrase gray beard. That falls under the ageism category. So you, it's, what, what if you have a gray beard? You're a gray beard. Uh, oh you instead God. are supposed to say the person's name. Uh, you cannot use the term senile anymore, Danny. You have to say the person's suffering from uh, senility. Stupid. I know. It's so dumb. It is so ridiculous. These, these are the, the top people in academia. You can no longer use bury the hatchet. You have to say call for peace or call a truce. Uh, Geronimo, that word has been canceled. Cannot use it. You can only use it when discussing the historical figure Geronimo. Low man on the totem pole, also canceled by. Oh, boy, here we go. Uh, you're supposed to say lack of seniority or don't does not have power or prestige. Or fucking peon. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, instead of balls to the wall, you're supposed to say accelerate efforts. Accelerate efforts is what you're supposed to say. Oh, this is you can't say powwow anymore. I use that term from time to time. You have to say a get together or meeting. Mm -hmm. I can keep going. Spirit animal has been canceled by Stanford. What's wrong with spirit animal? It's a good uh, question. It says the term refers to an animal spirit that guides, protects one to a journey. So to equate it with an animal, one likes it to demean the significance of the term. Oh, so please, I please say non-denominational uh, animal. Uh, no, you're supposed to say favorite animal, animal I most admire. Or would like. <laughs> 
Oh, holy shit. What are we doing here? My God. I can go on and on. This is like something you would see being printed by the onion. Oh, totally. Totally. You can no longer say preferred pronouns. You're just supposed to say pronouns. The word preferred, according to Stanford, suggests that non-binary gender identity is a choice and a preference. So, <laughs> isn't it though? Well, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, the arrow's leaning towards yes on that one, Danny. That's uh, where I sit here. I mean, I don't think it's controversial to say that. No, according to Stanford, it is. You're no longer supposed to say fireman or fireman. You're supposed to say firefighter. You can't say congressman or congresswoman. It's congressperson or legislator. Okay. My my favorite, though, is they've now canceled the term gentlemen, guys, and ladies. Instead of that, you're supposed to say everyone. <laughs> so they've gotten rid of uh, the, the male genitalia, the female genitalia, and now it's just everyone. Can't say mailman anymore. Can't say landlady anymore or landlord. Can't say property order or mail person. Postal carrier. Uh, policeman's also been canceled. Policewoman's been canceled. So, I mean, I can go on and on. This thing goes on for pages, Danny. I mean, this is, uh, how many pages are we looking at here? This is uh, 13 pages of words. How many months did they waste on this? 18 months they spent on this. 18 months, Danny. What a bunch of lame losers. There, I used lame for them. You can no longer say rule of thumb. I use that a lot. You have to use standard rule or general rule. And it says, although no written record exists today, the, this phrase is attributed to an old British law that allowed men to beat their wives with sticks no wider than their thumb. <laughs> Let's do an experiment, Ben. I want you to do one entire monologue where you go by all of their rules. Oh, you know I'm going to do that. And my goal is to mix as many of these fucking words into my my language, my lexicon as I can. <laughs> You can't say war room anymore. You're supposed to say situation room. It's unnecessary use of violent language if you use war room. Oh, God. Yeah. Can't say killing two birds with one stone. It says the expression, this is great, normalizes violence against animals. <laughs> I know whenever my mom used to say that, I'd go right outside with a BB gun and shoot a couple of birds. <laughs> You can't say crack the whip, Danny. You're supposed to say uh, double down, work harder. Uh, unnecessary use of violent imagery, imagery, according to Stanford, that paints the person being referred to as an authoritarian or oppressor, uh, oppressive rather. So, oh, jeez. I mean, I, I want to move on from this, but it's so, it's so crazy. And this kind of poison is now spreading to the United States Marine Corps, Danny. What's going on with our United States Marines? They are urged, the U.S. Marines urged to stop calling instructors sir and ma'am. They're supposed to be more gender inclusive. Wow. How long is this nonsense going to continue? At some point, won't the adults say, hey, uh, let's not let the crazy people, yeah, use the word crazy, uh, determine what's going on with our language here? You can no longer use, I'm going back to Stanford thing. You can no longer call a spade a spade. What's up with that? Uh, let's see what it says on this one. It says, although the term has its origins in Greek literature, the negative connotations with the word spade means that the phrase 
should be used with caution or not at all. Caution. Ah. Racist. Oh, this is this is too good. All right. Uh, what else do we have on Pop Goes the Culture? You see that story out of Wisconsin? Multiple witnesses in different locations captured video. They did not know each other of UFOs in rural Wisconsin night sky. And I saw some of the clips on this. And what, What's it look like? I mean, it looks like every other UFO video. I mean, it's, it's, they're all kind of the same, but I... I, I don't know what it was. It didn't look like anything that was man-made, but they always they they don't. Uh, there's there's shit out there. I know. Why don't we ever see anything that's in a different shape? You know. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh my god, that one looks like a cruise ship. <laughs> <laughs> that would be. Speaking of cruise ships, uh, the Titanic. Did you see the story? This is an old story. I had not heard about this. They were telling this breaking news from Marcel's Twitter account. Oh, no, it's actually the film Titanic. Oh, okay. Have you heard this story? I had not heard this one, but I'm not up on this stuff. Maybe you heard it. So the legend is that the Titanic film crew, they had a chowder on on the set while they were filming the movie, and somebody thought it would be funny, Danny, to lace the chowder with PCP. So this is on the iconic James Cameron's Titanic. 25 years after they were telling these stories, there was a, a story written uh, recently, some, some seafood ch- chowder, your chowder head, and somebody put angel dust in the, the chowder, and the entire crew was, as you could imagine, uh, when you have PCP-laden seafood, uh, they were a little a little out there for, for that uh, that day. And they said the problem was that the, the, the seafood, the chowder tasted so good that some members of the Titanic crew – we're eating multiple bowls of the, of the seafood. Oh, chowder. man. <laughs> Yo, if it wasn't seafood, I was going to say, since it was free, you would have been in line for seconds. Yeah, if it was not seafood, I would have I would have been lined up on that. And yeah, because it was free 99. If it's free, it's for me. And uh, one more, a viral TikTok video has discovered an odd music quirk. Is it? True. Is it true that a very popular Christmas song actually has a beat that was taken or borrowed for the very famous NFL on Fox theme song? Say why? Uh, Yeah. Uh, uh, Some uh, random woman. I don't know who this is. She's on the TikTok. And uh, she made a video. I'm trying to get the story up here so I can give you the exact name. And uh, and she says, where in the world have I heard this before? And so she she played it on the video, and it was uh, it was pretty pretty interesting. So uh, let's get to the point here. So she pointed out that the similarities between the song Sleigh Ride and the theme song of the NFL on Fox, and she played it, and... I don't know. You want me to play this, Danny? I don't know if this will show up or not. I can play it if you want. That's interesting. I never would have thought about that. Now, I'm not a music guy. I don't have the music gene, Danny, but aren't there 
there, there's only a finite amount of lyrics that you can come up with in music, right? Am I correct on that? Or are there endless amounts of, you know what I mean? Like the beats, there's only so many beats you can come up with. Am I right? Well, on as, far that? As, well as far as bass lines, there's hundreds that you can come up with. Yeah. But a lot of them are repurposed. Sure. A lot of them are taken uh, and tweaked a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, all right, we'll get out on that. Anything to promote here, Danny? It's Christmas Eve. You're not. Are you working today? You're not working today, are you? Uh, I am off on Saturday. Thank you, Jesus. Well, have a great time. Get out on that, and I will. Uh, we'll have another mailbag on on Christmas Day. Hell yeah! While okay. all the other FSR employees are sleeping and drinking with their families, yeah, and doing drugs and. <laughs> that's skiing. only some of them <laughs> yeah some of them and skiing and on ski trips and in there in big bear and cow herds at his aspen home doing who knows what we're gonna be working yeah we will be slaving away in front of these hot microphones so have a great day and again uh, merry christmas happy hanukkah if you don't celebrate anything just have a really good day and uh, we'll catch you next time see you then Asta pasta Got a murder, gotta go. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.